are back with the Busa Entrepreneur Podcast, and we have another episode. This is like episode four. We're on a roll, guys. We're back at it again. So, like I said, I apologize for the inactivity, but we are back today with another special guest. Now, I'm excited to bring this individual along because it was it wasn't too long that I met him, and really great guy, a very humble, genuine person. And you know, we're, we're just, you know we're just gonna go at it. So, tell him a little bit about yourself, Drew. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, my name is uh, Drew Alem from NYC, baby, Brooklyn, New York. Ooh, snap. Um, I really don't know where to take the conversation from him here. <laughs> now, I've never uh, did the podcast before, so I don't know what to say. Okay, no, 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 it's, it's all good. Um, so, Drew, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, you were in the bodyguard industry, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it, was, it was a fun, scary experience. Um, now, what exactly would you want to know? So, what exactly was your experience doing that? Because I know from our previous conversations, you had done that for twelve years. Correction, correction, fourteen. Wow, fourteen years, right? So, <laughs> um, fourteen years. I actually started first at doing working at a retail store called Bed Bath and Beyond. Are you familiar with that place? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, it was it was like hell for me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, just being robotic at the door. And um, a friend of mine told me, "Hey, look, you know, why don't you jump into uh, doing clubs and stuff like that? You know, mm-hmm. you can meet celebrities. You get paid twenty dollars an hour." Mm-hmm. And I, I said, "Hold on, hold on, hold on. Twenty dollars an hour? <laughs> hey, you sold me, brother. Because right now we're getting paid like eight. <laughs> so, so, yeah." And then uh, it, it really comes down to uh, a saying that I learned from my mentor, you know, it's uh, your network is your net worth. Mm-hmm. Right. And I met some high-end people within the club industry. And since I, they deemed me as a likable person, they trusted me. They gave me jobs and protecting them with my life. Mm-hmm. And then I went through some uh, extra military training with some great friend of mine that built up my skills. I did my own studies and uh, been to some crazy uh, situations of yep. 48 hours, no, 40 hours without sleeping, right? Jesus. Um, I what else did I do? Uh, I had to go to work every day with a bulletproof vest. Uh, we actually had to deal with, with a, a, a situation one time of dealing with a young guy who was, a, I think he was 18 years old. We had to do an, an extraction in the hood. Okay. In Brooklyn, and uh, uh-huh. you know these these guys they were out to kill him. So um, oh, shit. I had to go in the hood around uh, 5 a.m. And you know. <laughs> Oh, there it is. Uh-oh. We're going to continue it up. So you're saying, Drew? Uh, around 5 a.m. I mean, my background, uh, being born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, I, I know how the hood works. I know mm-hmm. I know how uh, these drug dealers operate around that time. So I knew that 4.30 a.m. or 5 a.m., no one's really going to be out. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I had a, a, a silver Toyota Corolla with tinted windows. I rolled up on the street, stopped at the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Looks <There you> <laughs> bad enough, right? Yeah, yeah. I come out wearing all black with a bulletproof vest on. Uh, I have my gear on the side of my belt. And uh, I 
I called him just to make sure he was awake, he was ready to go. I had to go into the project building. Um, his mom didn't want us to leave at first, mm -hmm. so it was kind of scary because uh, the more time that we kill uh, in trying to leave, right. the, the, the more the chance of us getting spot. Mm -hmm. And being the fact that there was actually a shootout the day before, mm -hmm. uh, it's it, it, the block is hot, basically, right? Right, right. But, um, you know, I was successful at getting him out of there. And uh, I think right now he's in Florida with his amazing brother who right. asked me to do this job in the first place. No kidding. So his yeah. brother was the one that got you into the industry. No, his brother was the one who got me... Uh, to go save him. Oh, okay. <laughs> so who is this guy? Actually, is this like uh, famous or? Yeah, he's uh he's he's a growing star in uh in the south. His mm -hmm. name is uh, Inno Combs. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's uh he, he has some really good music. Um, I know him as uh, Tony. Tony. Okay. Yeah, and, and I've known him for about like six years as well. He's a great guy. Jesus, so man, and, and that was was that one of your bigger missions? It was it was one of the scarier ones, but I mean, uh, dealing with another company, I don't really want to say their name. Mm -hmm. It and you know dealing with uh, an an ex CEO, you know, and and having to deal with certain situations where there may or may not be people in trouble, mm -hmm. and then have to live at site or uh, stay in front of uh, the employees' houses and stuff like that right, just right. for their own protection, yeah. you know, um, just to try to aid the, the police in the aspect of being the first on the scene, mm -hmm. you know, or trying to, to scare away the person who wants to cause harm, right? right? And uh, so it, that was pretty intense. I've done a couple of celebrities as well. Um, but the, the celebrities, is, it's a, I would I would say it's a little bit more boring to talk right. about, just because it's it's all the same, right? They want to go out, they want to go to club, yeah. They don't really want to be bothered or bombarded, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes they do, they, they'll they'll open up to uh, fans, but the majority of times they just want to be left alone, right? So it, that's normally pretty easy, unless if you're running around with a hip hop artist who has a, a bad reputation with another hip hop artist, uh -oh. yeah. Right? We're not gonna say names, but we, yeah, you yeah. know we've all seen the news, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> shootouts in the club. Yeah, uh -huh. that's, that's not where you want to be, man. So it's uh, it's better for me to at that time, not necessarily just work with celebrities, but more with uh, um, individuals high in the tech industry. You know, who own Fortune 500 companies and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Did that that was a better clientele for me. Right, and, and what did your your family feel about this? So you're 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 married currently, correct? Yeah, yeah. My beautiful wife, you know. Um, Mira Morales, I call her aka Luna. Oh, right? Luna. Right? My moon, right? Um, the reason why I call her my moon is because there's an incident that had took place when I was a child. Okay. Um, do you do you mind going deep it a little bit in the conversation? Yeah, no, no. Let's let's get deep. Okay. Okay. Cool. So we're gonna go deep in the trenches, yeah. Let's do it. So, uh, you know, born and raised in the foster care system, in and out, in and out. There was a a time in my life around ten years old where. I just couldn't take the physical abuse or the verbal abuse with an environment that I was in at that time. Mm -hmm. And I felt like an outcast right. on top of that. Like I didn't belong there. So I had ran away and I was uh, in Coney Island for a little while. 
Um, are you familiar with Coney Island in Brooklyn? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So that was my go-to spot. That was like my safe haven, mm-hmm. right? And around that time, I would listen to my Walkman. And are you familiar with Walkman? <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, let's elaborate on that a bit. What is that? But you don't know what, so yeah, a, a Walkman is like the, it's, it, it plays like cassette tapes. Do you, do you know what the cassette, cassette tapes are? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like before the CD player, before the uh, iPad and iPod yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, whew, I'm, I'm only 32. Can I throw that out there? Yeah, I'm only 32. There, yeah. <laughs> I'm 22, guys. Yeah, there, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There goes the difference. Um, so there was a moment where it was around 3 a.m and i was on the beach and i was looking at the water i was i was probably maybe like a a foot away from the water the ocean and at at that particular night i was just in full depression Mm -hmm. i i I hated myself i hated my life I, i didn't have anyone to talk to i felt what it truly feels like to be alone and I hated it, right? I looked around on the beach at that time. I didn't even see anyone. Mm-hmm. So there was another confirmation that I was completely alone. Right. And I was trying to, I put up the volume of my Walkman so that I couldn't hear the ocean. The ocean was so loud and it was roaring. And uh, it was the only two things I had to look at was the really loud lotion. I mean, lotion. Do you hear me? <laughs> ocean. I right? think about going I on vacation. I would have noticed. You could have gone. <laughs> I'm thinking about vacation right now. <laughs> um, the the extremely loud ocean that was in front of me, and the beautiful moon that was above the ocean. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had sat in the sand. I tucked my knees to my chest. I wrapped my arms around my knees. And at that moment, I truly contemplated suicide. Wow. You know, because mm-hmm. it, like, what am I living for? I have no purpose. I have no guidance. I have no direction. Mm-hmm. And, uh,. I just kept looking at the ocean and look at the moon. I knew I didn't know how to swim. So if I would have started walking to the ocean, that it, it would have been done. But I felt like no one would have cared. Right. You know, I, I, the problem is at that time, I didn't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I was lost. Yeah. With the loudness of the ocean, that I, I couldn't even block it out with the music I was listening to. It was, it was just so extremely loud. I just kept looking back at the moon and I was crying my eyes out looking at the moon and seeing it with the, within its all of its glory and, and its beauty and its shine. There was a moment where I was just, I was lost and, and just zoned in. I was tunnel vision staring at the moon. Yeah. And I couldn't hear the ocean, even though it was right in front of me. I could no longer hear the ocean. Yeah. And then when I look at my Walkman, my Walkman had died. The batteries died. Right. Okay. So I believe at that moment I came to the realization that, you know, if, if I can focus on something so beautiful, even though it's 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 too far for me to grab. Mm-hmm. If I can just narrow down and fixate my focus on this, then everything else will be irrelevant. Right. You know, like that. I was inspired at that moment. Mm-hmm. Instead of being stuck in my depression, I was inspired to want to do something more 
with myself and just forget about all those bad things that happened to me or the, the current situation and just want to be above that. Mm -hmm. And I, I strive for greatness at that moment. A 10 year old. 10 years old. Yeah. Strived for something beyond his imagination. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that one fucking day I would get it. Right? Jesus. Chills are running down my back right now, guys. Just listening to this. To the point mm -hmm. that last October, me, person who spent 14 years of his life scaling up in the security industry. Right, right. You know, going above and beyond outside the hood of Brooklyn, New York, where I was raised with the, the nonsense of the streets, the gang banging and all that mm -hmm. BS to providing value to one person at a time or smaller teams mm -hmm. to standing on stage and representing myself and my story and empowering hundreds right right at one fucking there were like 2000 people at that venue mm -hmm. and i had everybody standing up yelling cheering following my lead yeah yeah one person created so much significance mm -hmm. and value within all those people that if I can just believe more in me, mm -hmm. I'll have more than enough energy to share with those where they'll believe in themselves the same way I believe in them. Right. So that they can ultimately do more. Right. So to, after the bodyguard industry, 14 years, you decided to pursue entrepreneurship, correct? Yes. So tell us a little bit more about that. So, um, I mean, when we start to progress in that direction, I've learned that it, it's kind of hard to do it on your own if you don't know what you don't know, right? Right, right. So, I I fought to attain a mentor. The, the mentor that I've attained was uh, Dan Locke. Dan Locke. Mm -hmm. Right? And Dan Locke has this mentorship program called High Ticket Closers. So, I invested my whole everything into it. my money my time everything i wanted this to work so badly within i want to say on a six week of being in this course of never doing sales before in my life and never having the mindset of truly understanding my full capability mm -hmm. i was able to do an upsell of a close of a million dollars over the phone over the phone jesus for an investment deal mm -hmm. for another company wow now Granted, that deal didn't fall through because of some things that had happened on the other side right, of the right, deal, right? right? right. So that wasn't my fault, mm -hmm. but that taught me a very important lesson, right? If I could dive deep into these things, it'll enable me to do whatever it is that I set my mind to, just like when I first saw the, the moon, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and then rotating back for my love and my passion for, for my wife, who I call Luna, right? Like bringing everything mm -hmm. full circle. And being able to, to finesse with these closing skills right. enabled me to not just close deals for myself and, and make some money here and there, but be able to finesse that skill into other areas of my life where I can have the ability to close an individual on the idea of doing more for themselves mm -hmm. and not letting their lower self, right? That's what we call lower self. Right, right. Those negative things that talk in the back of your mind, mm -hmm. they try to drag you down, right? Those 
fucking lies yep. that we tell ourselves, yeah, right? Most definitely. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. This this is not for me. Mm-hmm. They're all lies, right? Right. Because we're not accustomed to programming our brain to believe we deserve this. Right. Yeah. Right. Watching TV, watching social media, we see these big time stars, mm-hmm. and we're always thinking, "Wow, how do they do it? How do they do it?" They took action. There it is. Right? They took mm-hmm. action, even if it wasn't perfect. Right? Right. There's a saying that goes, "Imperfect action is better than no action." I love it. Right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, exactly, because some people probably won't understand what they, what you mean by closing. Mm. Mm. So, so with, uh, with the closing ordeal, it, it's a form of sales, right? Mm -hmm. Originally where I'll jump on a phone with with, uh, a client, right? right? The client could be an influencer. It could be a business owner. And basically what I'll be doing is I'll be leveraging their business and creating a scalable solution using my closers, mm-hmm. right? People who can close deals for them over the phone. Right, right. Right? Um, and there's there's another word for it. Um, hmm. Consulting, maybe? It, there's, there's there's a lot of consulting in there, right? Mm-hmm. But it just for some reason it's just not coming to me right now. But overall, it's it's a type of action that you take where you can I can make money anywhere anywhere in the world as long as I have my laptop and my cell phone, mm-hmm. right? Because all I need to do is to be able to to book an appointment with their prospects right and then what i'll do is i'll leverage my skills Mm -hmm. my ability to understand if the prospect needs the product that's being offered or not right and then not just need but to see if they have a commitment to fall through Mm -hmm. i mean have you ever had someone to buy one of your uh your products Mm -hmm. and an actual refund yeah Mm. Does that suck? It does. It hurts. It's like, what did I do wrong, you know? <laughs> and, and sometimes it's just the prospect not understanding the value. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. If the prospect understands the value, the next thing is to see if this helps them with the need. Right. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, it's our responsibility to see if they have the commitment level mm. to receive the full benefits of this product. Such as something that you have, right? Mm-hmm. With Fuego supplements, yeah. Fuego, right? Right. So an example. Let's say I have a guy. His name is uh, Alex, right? Alex, let's call him Alexander Rivera, right? Let's just say. And um, he's interested in buying your supplements, right? Right. Let, let's say he wants to buy a supplement stack. Okay. How much would that cost him? <sighs> About almost $100 for a full stack. You got BCAs, you got protein you got pre-workout and then a shaker cup on top of that so talking about a hundred dollars wow okay so what i would do is i would look into the value of what that would do for that prospect right even Mm -hmm. before speaking to alex and then once i i book an an appointment with that individual i'll get them on the phone and i'll see what they know about the product Mm -hmm. Right, and then I'll ask some questions and build a rapport to see if they actually need this. Right, 
Because okay. you, you don't want to just sell to anyone because then once you start selling to every, just anyone, what's going to happen is one of two things. That person is not going to buy again. Mm-hmm. And then to follow up with that, they just might ask for a refund because they don't understand how to use what you've given them. Right? right, yeah. So they're not going to understand the value. So I'll build the value within one phone call. I'll find a need, and then I'll build the commitment. Mm-hmm. And with these three things together, I will do my very best to make sure that this is a reoccurring client every time where I don't even need to jump on the phone with them anymore. Right. This is, it's, you'll have a long-term relationship with someone you've never met mm-hmm. because I close them on the phone for you. Right, you're making them see, I guess, with the not the supplement itself, but what the supplement can do to their life and for their life. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, if myself, if if I wanted to have that that pre workout that you offer, that oh, what's it what's it called? Uh, Fuego pre workout energy. Oof, that sounds like Ooh. fire. <laughs> All right, Fuego pre workout energy. Right, just that alone tells me what it's about. So, like, let's say myself i'm a little bit out of shape and and i need that little bit of boost caffeine doesn't do enough for me and i've seen these pictures and videos of bodybuilders and they're all taking some type of um pre-workout to get them energized or just Mm -hmm. basic athletes right just for the training and i'm looking for that edge i go into your website i look at your supplements i see it's all natural stuff i see that everything that's that's there's it's it's helpful to me mm-hmm. it's not going to hurt me you give me proper instructions i'm like oh wow this could really work for me if i'm not envisioning or having a picture in my mind of what i want to look like mm-hmm. and using this product right. then the value won't stick mm-hmm. right because there's no vision mm-hmm. there's no desire there's no real want right like i'm going to quote um uh, another famous influencer called Tony Robbins. He once said, emotion creates motion. Emotion. Wow. That's right? powerful. So once you're emotionally attached to a goal, mm-hmm. right, you will do anything and everything possible to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, let me give you an example, a personal example of that. My, my wife, when I first met her, she didn't speak any English. At that time, I didn't know any Spanish, right? I, um, yeah. Puerto Rican, Italian, I don't, I don't know any Spanish. I wasn't, yeah. you know, because of my upbringing, it was tough. So uh, I had to come to the, to the decision that if I really want to get to know this woman, I have to go through the basis of, of a relationship, which is communication. Mm-hmm. I taught myself within five months how to talk Spanish. Me cuesta como cinco meses wow. para aprender, para hablar con ella. Wow. <laughs> right? And not for nothing, but mm-hmm. she, she's in college now, right? This was six years ago. She's in college now. She's doing great. And she sometimes corrects me on my English grammar. How about that? Wow. <laughs> the, the tables have turned. Right? <laughs> Jeez. It, it's, it's all good stuff, man. But from... From closing, from doing the security industry, well, actually, let's go a little bit backwards. So, from having nothing uh, as a child in New York City to learning that, learning my own value, mm-hmm. right? And to scaling up in different industries, to doing very well in the security industry, scaling up, learning everything there is to know about that, to jumping over to 
closing deals over the phone, something I've never done before in my life sales. Right. To making more money in that than anything I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. Right? So that also puts up my confidence, knowing how to do this. And then to follow up with that, to be within a large community where I can communicate with people all over the world on a daily basis. I can jump in my phone right now, right, within the community. Someone's going to be up some part of the world, right? They're going to they're gonna say, hey, Drew, um, either A, let's let's close a deal together, mm-hmm. B, let's, let's chat about business, or C, what's just going on? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dang, sounds sounds a lot like like Facebook, maybe, or even Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 leveraging all those platforms, mm-hmm. not for nothing. Um, it's leveraging Facebook, Instagram, Discord, mm-hmm. uh, LinkedIn. So my question is, Drew, where where can they find you actually? If if they want to look you up, they want to see what you're about. Um, just because you know time's running out a bit, but want to know where could they find you? So, um, if they would like to stalk me, right, <laughs> let, let me give my cell phone number. No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, they, they, they can find me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. It's all the same stuff. It's uh, Drew, D-R-E-W-L-M, mm. right? And you'll know it's me because somewhere on there, it'll follow up with the lion. The lion. Right? That <laughs> roar after Roar! <laughs> <laughs> it's just um it's it's an exciting persona to 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 expel out there right because yeah. you know that whole thing of what they build you know the lion is the king of the jungle which we know the, an elephant probably could destroy a lion any day no, no. Yeah. <laughs> right i'm an elephant <laughs> <laughs> but um it's just that that whole thing of of seeing something so strong and and protecting this pack and you know just that that inner beast mm-hmm. you know comes with knowing your own value mm-hmm. and and learning when it's time to use that beast or when it's time to calm that beast mm. right so it, it all depends on the individual what's your needs what's your desires what's your goals what do you want for you mm-hmm. right and then lastly don't the last question you have to ever ask yourself is who are you Wow. I'm going to question myself later on tonight, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. <laughs> no, is, I'm not trying to, <laughs> cook, <laughs> to create <laughs> inner conflict. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's, I feel like he's talking not only to us guys, but just to me directly. That's just how powerful this conversation is getting. It has nothing to do with me looking directly at your face. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but no, it's... It, Doing something like this and uh, basically just pointing out the elephant in the room kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Putting the light where, where there's darkness. You're going to be able to create more certainty, certainty in your life, clarity, mm-hmm. right? You're going to be able to operate from a place of confidence. Mm-hmm. When you talk, you're going to have strong conviction and belief within what you say, mm-hmm. right? Because trying to convince people to believe you that's that's old shit right that's back in days that's salesman type of thing Mm -hmm. being an authentic person talking from a place of realness and believing in what you say right Mm -hmm. will enable you to add immense profound value to other people's lives Mm -hmm. right because at the end of the day it's not about me it's about we and what we could do for each other and the world. Wow. That was 
That was a great closing. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, there you have it. Drew the Lion. So you guys can definitely go follow him on his social media. Drew, I just want to thank you for coming out, brother. It really means a lot to us. Uh, just providing some value to our audience here. And, uh, you know, what's one last thing you could probably tell somebody out there that's that's feeling a little lost, a little hopeless, and unhappy? So... If you're feeling lost, unhopeless, confused, or unhappy, you know, I want you to know that you matter, right? I want you to understand that you have value, not just to be able to do the things that you dreamed of, but you have enough value within you to inspire someone else to live their dreams as well, right? I spend more time working and staying awake and enjoying life than going to sleep. Sometimes I forget it's time to go to it's time to go to sleep, right? Because yeah. life is just so much more better than our dreams once we truly pursue it. Wow. Guys, there you have it. That that that's why they call him the lion, guys. <laughs> but anyways, guys, hopefully y'all enjoyed the podcast. Drew, once again, thank you for being here. Go follow him, guys, and we will see you in the next segment. Uh, that being said, drop a comment if you're at this point. Comment down hashtag fuego. Drop a, a rating on the podcast. It would really, really mean a lot to us to get us up there on the on the podcast. And uh, yeah, y'all take care and God bless.